I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. ADR is a phrase usually reserved for veterinary medicine, but certainly applicable to the world at large. This podcast consists of our opinions on articles and stories collected from the people of the internet, our inboxes, and our everyday lives. These people ain't doing right, and neither are we. You know what? <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Back at it again yeah, with the absolutely. white fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we made it through the last episode. We did make it through the last episode. And, uh, or well, our first episode, not our last. Well, but, sure. Yeah. Yes, our yeah. first episode, episode numero uno, as it were. Um, it was uh, significantly longer than we were aiming for. It was. It was. We were aiming for 30 to 45 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. something you can listen to when you're working out or to and from work or whatever the case may be. Something that takes you 30 to 45 minutes. Um, ours was an hour and 22. Yep, yep. So we didn't have a timer up um, no. while we were recording our last episode. And we had absolutely zero idea of um, how long it had been. Until we finished it and uh, figured out how to look and see how long it was. And the answer was an hour and 22 minutes. Uh, too long. Too long. Very much Very so. much too long. Um, I think we were both concerned about not having enough material. So we, we really, you know, leaned into the conversation and maybe overcompensated a little bit. So yeah. um, moving forward, we are definitely aiming to have these episodes much shorter. Just because we know you guys are getting to know us. Hopefully you don't all know us. We want some people who don't know us to listen. We do. Um, and understand goal. that uh, committing to an hour and whatever, 22 minutes for two people you do not know at all is a little much. So It, it um, sure is. So at least since we're past like the main introduction and all that mm-hmm. stuff, hopefully it won't take too long. Yeah. And um, the choosing of content is going to go... Um, I'm leaning toward things that I feel like will be more brief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we'll see. And we may end up taking out segments or not doing each or segment. Or like rotate, yeah, may end up rotating segments yeah. depending on how long these episodes do end up being. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to experiment a little bit. Um, we are super open to feedback if you um, have any ideas or yeah. anything like that. Absolutely. And one thing I will definitely not be doing in episodes to come is clicking and unclicking my pen cap furiously due to nervousness. So I will no longer be having access to things in my hands that aren't my phone with my yeah. notes. <laughs> so if you guys were like, what in the heck is that it constant was- clicking in the beginning of our first episode, it was Emma uh, nervously capping and uncapping yeah. her pen over and over again. It was so. me. I'm the problem. The problem is me. Yeah. So, yeah. And then my dog lost his mind and started barking in the back room at one point, which you can hear. But you know what? That's probably going to be a trend because uh, Moose barks and he gets the other two barking. And yeah. so... It happens. It does happen and it will continue to. So mm-hmm. I hope you like dogs. Um, yeah, so the melting pot. We went to the melting we pot. We did go to the melting pot. Yeah. Um, which Stephen apparently didn't know was in celebration of our podcast, but well, it was. I mean, it's fine. It kind of wasn't. It, it, it like kind of was, wasn't. It kind of wasn't. Anyway. We really just, just wanted to go and double date, and then we were also very happy about our first podcast since we had been talking about it for so long. Yes. But yeah, we had a really good time. You definitely do pay for the experience mostly. Yes. That being said... All of the food I had was super good. Um, There was nothing that I did not enjoy. I definitely just had a really good time, but you do mostly pay for the experience. Like, could you do fondue for two 
at your house for probably about $50 in groceries, sure. Sure. You know, sure you could. But I don't know. It was just something about the experience, the ambiance. It Mm -hmm. wasn't super busy for a Friday night, which was pleasantly surprising. And I just think overall it was a really fun time. we had a really good time. And I mean, part of that's company. Obviously, we like each other. So we had... um, a good time just fellowshipping with each other, but like the food was also super good. What we did not explore was the apple bacon salad, so we, we could not comment we on the not. two now, grams no, of Granny got, Smith apple. Uh, we did all get uh, salads. We it did. was like a like a bacon ranch or something. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like it was topped appropriately, and they also <laughs> had these little uh, like caramelized pine nuts. Yes. Which were pretty good. Those were a hit with everybody at the table. Steven didn't eat his and I took his tiny little glass bowl and I ate his little tiny, the little tiny pine nuts. They had them in my Caesar salad, which I'm a classic Caesar salad gal. Mm-hmm. I, if you're trying to do too much to a Caesar, I'm like, this is not the Caesar that I know and love. She's different. Those toasted little honey roasted pine yeah, nuts on my good. Caesar salad were a game changer. I wish that I knew where you could purchase those. Yeah, you probably good. make them, but who's doing that? Not me. The melting pot is. Okay, and they I mean, did a great job. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that was our experience there. Mm-hmm. So moving on into our first, uh, first segment, Peculiar News. I will go first. I have found an article on entitled... Me. The National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. Yeah, that that's an attention grabber. Yeah. That is a strong title. It's You're in for a ride, so strap in. And here's the photo that goes I'm, along with it. I love that photo so I much. Know. He's adorable. He's, He's a the cute cutest little, little frog I've ever seen. He's a toad. cute little me. Toad, toad in night vision. And we'll put it on our Instagram, and it's yes, adorable. We will. Go into almost any park, and there's often reminders to refrain from going near, petting, or feeding wildlife. Not licking strange animals was simply a given, until now. The National Park Service has added tongue contact, (laughs) it's a weird way to say it, tongue contact with the Sonoran Desert Toad among its various warnings for park visitors. As we say with most things you come across in a national park, whether it be a banana slug, unfamiliar mushroom, or a toad with large glowing eyes in the dead of night, Please refrain from licking, the agency wrote on Facebook this past week. The toad is also known as the Colorado River toad. It's about seven inches in size, which is huge, that's, I feel that's like, a big for toad. a toad. It's yeah. kind of intimidating to me, even. It's like a big, that's a that's big old handful. Big. Like, yeah. that's, I feel like that's less than seven inches, so that's a... That's a big toad. That's a big toad. And it carries... A weak, low-pitched rivet sound, but the creature is far from harmless. The Sonoran Desert Toad secretes a potent toxin that can make people sick if they touch it or get poison in their mouth, according to the National Park Service. Despite the risks, some people have discovered that the toad's toxic secretions contain a powerful hallucinogenic I was going to as... ask if that was part of the reason that this was happening. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's known as 5-MEO-DMT, so hopefully that's right. I want to know... How somebody discovered that. That's, like, it's like the same question, like, you know, with a cow. Like, who was the first one to look at it and be like, I'm going to drink that milk? Like, that's weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's weird. So who was who like looked that. at this toad and said, <laughs> I want to lick that toad? That's so weird. I imagine it was probably a kid, like... Maybe. You know, maybe it was sticky. It looked like, like I don't know. Question. Kids do weird stuff. Well, I mean, I guess you could have, like, someone could have accidentally had contact with it. And, like, had maybe, like, uh, a more mild hallucinogenic. And then they were like, well, what if I lick it? True. Would it be true. stronger? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 
So in recent years, smoking the amphibian secretions has grown in popularity, so much so that the species is even considered threatened, at least in New Mexico, due to collectors that want to use the animal for drug use, according to the state's Department of Fish and Game. I want to know how you go about harvesting. I don't know. Like, you just agitate it and then, like... I don't know. I just imagine somebody bringing it out. I'm like, I just imagine a little squeegee and they're just (laughs) raking his back after they've pissed him off, you know? Yeah, right. A number of public figures have reported experimenting with the toad's extracted toxins. Boxing legend Mike Tyson has spoken about it, and some researchers have even begun to study it for its potential therapeutic benefits. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, Mm. has written about using this drug, the DMT, therapy as a form of addiction treatment. I don't know about that. Interesting. (laughs) The U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, so the DEA, considers the DMT a Schedule 1 drug, meaning it is currently not accepted for medical use and has a high potential for abuse. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, because toads are dying out there in the streets. It'd have to be pretty good for people just to be, like, picking it up and licking toads. It would, but let me... Okay. I... I'm just saying, you know, you can picture in your mind's eye the kind of people who are doing this, and they're probably wearing Steve Jobs' tired-ass Birkenstocks. They very well could be. <laughs> I doubt they're the people that paid $218,000 for them, but they very well could be. Imagine planning this trip with your buddies. Let's go to the national park. We're all going to lick a bunch of toads. That, it's weird. It doesn't really... It doesn't... That doesn't hit for me. I was just literally going to say the same yeah, thing. It doesn't hit does for me. It does not hit for me. I don't... That wouldn't be I'd be my like, no, I'm going to pass, plan. but thanks for the invite. Yeah, same, same. So Plus, yeah. like, you're out in the desert now, and you're hallucinating, and you're, like, high. Right, with all your friends who are also likely doing the yeah. same thing, because that they didn't co- go there to not do like it. like a recipe for disaster. It does, it does. But it started with licking toads, so it kind of was a disaster out of the gate. Right, if that's your plan, then we're not starting off strong. Correct. Coincidentally enough, my article also has an animal and drugs in it. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh um, my god. So this was actually fact fact checked. Um, it's from earlier, I think it was like last week or the week before. Um, title is Pigeon Carrying a Miniature Backpack Filled with Drugs Was Captured in a Prison Yard. <laughs> okay. They're using carrier <laughs> pigeons? Carrier now? pigeons, yep. Oh, um, so no. it says since ancient times, history has been rife with stories about pigeons being used as covert messengers. Their amazing natural homing ability utilized to, in one Hollywood example, transport secrets behind enemy, li- enemy lines during wartime. Sure. With the internet and everything, pigeons now have to find other ways to exercise their talents. So it's perhaps unsurprising that last week Canadian officials reported capturing a pigeon carrying a tiny backpack filled with illicit drugs in a Vancouver prison yard. The bird was caught at Pacific Institution in Abbotsford, about 50 miles east of Vancouver, said John Randall, a spokesperson for the Union of Canadian Correctional Officers. A tiny fabric backpack tied to the pigeon contained crystal meth. Prison guards. <laughs> prison guards. Was this in Florida? No, it's Canada. Oh, okay. Wow. Prison guards spotted the bird and its cargo December 29th in one of the facility's recreation yards. Oh, my God. It was spotted by correctional officers, I believe, and security intelligent officers when the officers were doing their standard patrols around and throughout the unit and institution. That's when they initially spotted the bird with the package on it, he said. The officers then set up a trap to capture it. 
In recent years, officers have been on the lookout for drones that might be carrying drugs or other illegal goods into the prison, Randall said. But the 13-year corrections officer said this was the first time he'd heard of a live bird being used for that purpose. My initial reaction was shock because of all of the advancements in technology and the number of drones we've seen. The fact that it's tied to a pigeon is abnormal, Randall told the Canadian press. Using a pigeon to transport items is certainly less reliable than using a drone, but smugglers may have resorted to the old-school way of de- out of desperation. Officers are now highly vigilant for... St- drug smuggling drones, which are confiscated daily, Randall told the press. They have gone backward in technology. Maybe that's because of all the work we have done with drone interdiction that they are trying to find new ways to get contraband in without being detected, he said. An illicit advantage to using pigeons for this purpose. Drones are easier to track to the intended recipient of the contraband, Randall said. Keeping drugs out of the prisons has become a major part of correctional officers' jobs. Especially with drones and throwovers, the drug problem is growing on a daily basis, he said. Randall said the smugglers' apparent creativity should be a concern to everyone. The introduction of drugs into federal prisons is becoming a huge crisis. The whole goal of prisons is to rehabilitate and release people into society as law-abiding citizens. So introducing drugs is a scary, is scary, and especially a drug like crystal meth, he said. It's unclear whether someone inside the prison was training the bird or if it was deployed by someone on the outside, Randall told Global News. The prison has increased staff and patrols to watch for any potential drops, he added. Anti-drone technology, which works like radar, is also used. As for the pigeon, it was released after being relieved of its backpack. I want, first of all, I'm interested in somebody that can make backpacks for birds because I want backpacks for my chickens. Yeah. That's crafty. That's resourceful. Yeah. That's what that is. Um, meth in the backpack. Yeah. We're Crystal starting meth. off strong. I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. It's not surprising. It was a pretty long article, but. It was. I'm surprised that it was in Canada. Yeah. I read that and I was like, okay, it's going to be like, you know, Florida or somewhere like that. Yeah. You know, it's in Canada near Vancouver. I. They said something in it like um, pigeons are having to find other ways to utilize their skills. Yeah. And so I just have a picture. Like, was this pigeon going in for a casting call? Like, can no. you accomplish this mission? Yeah. Like-, like, for some reason, I imagined him as a tiny little secretary. Okay? And it just didn't work out. Next thing is to be a tiny little drug carrier pigeon. That's the next thing? I Naturally, that is the progression. Secretary, <laughs> meth uh, carrying drug pigeon. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, I hope... uh... Now, there was a picture. (laughs) I've actually seen this somewhere else, but I couldn't find the article elsewhere that had a picture of a pigeon wearing a little backpack. Now, I don't know if it was real or not. Probably not. Probably not. not. This one just has a picture of a pigeon. (laughs) It's just... Just staring at It is a pigeon with some very direct eye contact, but it is just a pigeon. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. So, it was a doozy. I saw that and I said that. That is for the podcast. It is. You took me on a journey there. Yeah. All right. Internet mishaps. You, it's your turn to go first. Okay. So I was looking for different things to use. I'm trying to, you know, not do the same type of internet mishap every time. Yeah. Um, so it's I was just perusing our um, a, a local Excellent Poor Customer Service Facebook group. Mm. Okay. And people also sometimes, there's also a yard sale group that I was perusing as well. So I have just a short one from both of them uh, that we can, we all gonna read to you. Um, so this first one, most of it is in all caps, all right? So this woman was 
selling some uh, used bed sheets on the yard sale page. <laughs> oh, God. And apparently people were giving her a hard time. So it says, do not harass me on these sheets. These are nice sheets. They are barely used. I use them maybe once or twice. These sheets are clean. Do not ask for a discount. These sheets cost me $50 a set. If you don't want them, then go to Goodwill and buy you a set. And then we go back down to lowercase. These sheets are like new. Each set is $10. They all come with fitted top and pillowcases. Just getting rid of them because I got a new queen size bed. Hit me up, please and thanks. We'll meet at the dollar store or McDonald's or Food Lion. And then someone in the comments said, ma'am, why are you so aggressive? And she said, people are calling me names and giving me a hard time about my sheets. Calling her names? I know. And I was like, well, that's rude. I mean, giving you a hard time. You well, asked for yeah, it. Yeah, but... the whole first half of the post is 100% in caps. So I don't know if she edited <laughs> she to must add that. Have. She must yeah, have. So I am really sorry that you're being harassed for yeah. your sheets. You're right. If they don't like it, they can just go to Goodwill and buy cheaper sheets. They can. Yeah, and she had a large variety of sheets. You know, some good... How some, much is she selling them for? just says $10. It's $10 okay. a set. Well, that's a little cheaper that you, yeah. than you can get like in the store. And she said some of them are not even used at all. In the comments, she said that some of them are brand new. She just had them and she wanted to get rid of them because she had a different size bed now. She was being harassed, and she did not want to be. Oh, poor girl. And then the other one was our excellent poor customer service. Someone said, went to Piggly Wiggly today, ready to place my order. I looked at the chicken, and there was darn near all the feathers still cooked on the chicken. I tell one of the cooks about it. She said, we can't get them all off. She looked at it, left it there, walked off, and went back to what she was doing. Clearly, the rest of them saw it and also did nothing. Nasty. Just nasty. I was unaware that the Piggly Wiggly was still open. I don't know. This is from uh, June of last year. Okay. But like... But still. But still. Wow. I mean, you can't say it wasn't fresh, I guess. I guess not. But like, I didn't realize the Piggly Wiggly was getting the chickens with the feathers still on and having to butcher them. I mean, we already know that. Not you know. Maybe not our listeners don't. I don't even like meat on the bone very much. I don't like the skin. I like the meat alone. So if you gave me a piece of chicken with feathers still on it, I would die. I would just roll over and die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I hope that happens. Don't go to the Piggly Wiggly. I would never. I've gone to that Piggly Wiggly like once just because it's like, it's a Piggly Wiggly. I wouldn't be I honestly don't think I've ever been to one. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, novel. Like, because you hear the Piggly Wiggly. We don't have them in Florida that I ever saw. Mm -mm. So when we moved up here... We definitely don't have them in New Jersey. (laughs) When we moved up here and I saw a Piggly Wiggly, I was like, oh, geez, a Piggly Wiggly. It's a real thing. It is. That's why when I first moved down here and we passed that, I'm like, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I think my cousin has, like, a Piggly Wiggly shirt. Yeah. Because that's a thing. It is. It's, It's just really, like, a novelty. You know? It's not, like... People who actually shop there, like, more power to you, but what are you doing? Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever shopped there a bit more in my life. No. One time for so me. That, One and done. That was my two. All right. Mine is weird, and it's from Craigslist. I feel the need to preface it with some information. So I did find this in the sales post on the Craigslist page in South Florida. Okay, well. So in order to make it clear that this item is not what it sounds like, I should go over the results of some of the research I did after finding this item, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, Let's go into this blind. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go over it after I read the ad because it nearly isn't nearly as weird if you have the context, but okay. I feel like it needs to hit first. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read the description for the item first, and I don't know if I should show you the pictures before. I think after. I think I'm gonna show you after okay. because All I right. want you to have the same like, what is this item okay. um, that our listeners will, will have? So. It's so the item is called the Margaret Levan Twisted Alley Cat in quotations pout. $25 in Fort Lauderdale. I have absolutely no idea what that means. Okay. So let me read you the description. It's brief. Margaret Levan Pout Alley Cat 23. Elaborate dress, jewelry and cocktail in hand and original tag. Bendable babes with twisted personalities. They are becoming harder to find. This is like a sculpture? It's not a sculpture. It is let me show you the picture. It is this. Oh my gracious. <laughs> it's terrifying. So it's like a stuffed animal. Yeah. That's like a cat with huge eyes. But like it a, also looks like a rabbit. A little bit. Kind of. But, almost kind of like a Jessica Rabbit vibe. Like with the, the full yeah. like arm length gloves. The, the cocktail chin is dress. making me uncomfortable. Yes. The chin, the chin specifically. Is, is prominent. We will post a picture of this as the, well. Yeah. There's many. So. Wow. There's the has a tag original tag, yeah. So there, there she is that's, in all her glory. Wow. That's a doozy. So I did some research, and I guess this Lady Margaret, I don't know when mm-hmm. these items were prominent. Apparently they're collectible, uh, collector's items now. Okay. The ad's uncomfortable. There's no way around that. No. Um, but after a bit of research, so you know how like... 90, 80s and 90s moms like collected like Hummels, like those little German yeah. child figurines. My grandpa had them too. Yeah, so my mom has some. Well, apparently this lady Margaret created these little cat figurines and they took off. They're all... Like how big is that? Does it does it tell you how big it is? It, I don't think it did, but it looks big. Like it's, it's the first picture is it laying in a bed with its it head on like the pillow. It looks like it's laying in a bed, yeah. That's like and what? It's, a foot and a half long? Two feet long? Yeah, at least. Um, so she made these little figurines too, and they are all equally as uncomfortable. So like well, a little seventies. I, I hate that. I know. That's they're not... like cat humans hybrids, and not in the good way. <laughs> no, that it's, one looks like a Furby a little bit. It's terrifying. What is that with the little poodle? This one's got a poodle and a croquet mallet. That's weird. It's okay. weird. It's weird. They have oh, wow. boobs. That one's by far the worst. That's terrible. And I don't know who's buying these things. I don't know don't what like we're them. doing with them. I don't like why them. they're collectors' items? Who's paying twenty five dollars with this? Yeah. So uh, could I? But it was like I, this is too weird. So I they're can't. like figurines and stuffed animals. Figurines and uh, that was the only stuffed, stuffed animal, animal one yeah. that I could find. Well, like I was obviously searching it is incredibly valuable and uh, twenty five dollars. Well, and it can be yours. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> turn so our next segment is am i the asshole so mine is from reddit and uh the title is okay so this one has been determined no a-holes here Uh, okay it is called am i no one's the asshole yeah okay so am i the asshole for naming our kids after past cats and not telling my husband (sighs) Okay. Growing up, I had about 35 cats throughout the 18 years I lived with my mom. She did rescue and foster work. She did rescue okay. and foster, foster work. I was about to say that's too many. Three of those cats were named Samson, Sabrina, and Sonny. I have two sons and a daughter. Their middle names are Samson, Sabrina, and Sonny. When I was pregnant with them, my husband didn't really care about names. 
He gave his input but didn't feel strongly about any names, especially middle ones. I suggested these and he agreed they sounded nice. The bad part. I didn't tell him they were the names of my previous cats. I don't know why. The first two, I did just think the names sounded good with their first names, regardless of my cats being named that. By Kid 3 came, I immediately went to my cat's names for inspiration and settled on Sunny. My husband liked it, but again, I didn't mention the cats. Then the other day, I mentioned my cat, Samson, being FIV positive. We are looking to adopt a senior FIV kitty. He said, Samson, please don't tell me you named our kid after that cat. He said it in a joking way, but I felt the need to come clean and told him all of our kids are named after some of my past cats. I told him I wouldn't have named the kids that if I didn't genuinely like the names, but yeah, they are for my past cats. He wasn't really mad, but he seemed super annoyed and thought it was weird. It is weird. It's a little weird. It's weird. I couldn't get behind that. I Now, our dogs are Moose, Newt, and Dog Meat, and our cat is Pigeon. So none of my children will have those names. No, but, but I, I do, like, whenever I name an animal that, mm. I am medium, like, okay, I can never use this for a child. Same. So I take that into consideration when naming my animals, okay, I can never use this name for a child moving forward. Same. Um, cause I have I have a Novali, I have a Harper, um, a Mia, and an Autumn. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I did not name Harper or Autumn, but I named Mia and Novali, um, and I've named all of like my family dogs over the years. But immediately, if I use the, like I can never use the name Mia. No. And I do love the name Novali, but I thought it was maybe a little too out there for most people to accept it for a child. Yeah. So I was like, I love the name Nova. I'm just going to name my dog Novali, so I get to use the name. But I knew by using that name for her, I would never use it. I was off limits for children. Yeah. I usually don't have to think like that, except when I'm naming the chickens, because some of the chickens have lady names. Are you going to name your uh, child Moo? No. No. Nor Meow, nor Carl, Mm -hmm. nor uh, Tweet. So... You know, I don't really have that problem, but it is weird. It is weird, and her husband is right, and I would be taken aback, and I wouldn't know what to do with that information, and I might wish that I didn't even know no, that. Yeah. So, good yeah. for you for coming clean. Honesty is always best. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. weird, so. I'd be pretty annoyed. Well, plus, I take naming things probably more serious than, like, your average bear. Sure, sure. Um, so, I consider, like, nicknames, any sort of... You popular pop culture association. Yeah. I try and consider all of that when choosing something. Yeah. So I would say probably a hundred percent would not name my children after my cats no. or my dogs, my sure. pets at all. Sure wouldn't. Sure wouldn't. So um, there it is. There it is. So mine is: Am I the asshole for borrowing my husband's work laptop without permission since I bought it for him? Yes. Okay. Uh, apparently, it was agreed she is the asshole. Well, so yes. I mean, I'll, I'll take my context here. Go ahead. But initial reaction, yes. I can't actually get to the... Hold on. I have the link and I it needs to bring me to the actual like description of it. Can you not click on it? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, so we paused and I actually... It's, so this has been since removed, but I'll give you the gist of it. So I can't actually read it. But basically she had borrowed... So Facebook wasn't working on her phone for whatever reason. She borrowed his laptop to, to use it and she didn't put it back into like his work stuff. And so he went to work and didn't have it. And he called her and was like, you know, 
do you know where my laptop is? And she was like, oh yeah, I borrowed it. And he was like, you literally put me in a, like in a bad position at work. Like I'm getting reamed out because like, I'm not prepared for like what I needed to do at work. Um, because you were selfish and borrowed my computer and didn't put it back. And Mm -hmm. she was like, well, I reminded him who bought the computer in the first place. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Out of line. Um, yeah. Yeah, she was like, I reminded him who bought the computer in the first place, and, you know, granted, yeah, like, I, you know, he got this new job, and I wanted him to be successful, so I offered to do it, but really, it's, you know, I paid for it, and... I don't know. I just thought overall, first of all, you're, it's not even like something super important. You're using it because you can't log on to Facebook. Correct. You're an idiot. And you didn't put it back, which is super inconsiderate it and is. just selfish, I feel like. And then to throw it back in his face, which we all know. Well, we don't all yeah. know, but you know how yeah. I feel about things being held, held over, over my yeah. head. I cannot do it. It will make me, it just puts me in the worst headspace to yeah. have things like that, like held over my head. And so I'm always hesitant to like accept help or like gifts or things from like other people because of this i definitely think she's the asshole in this situation For i don't really sure. think that there's anything i mean like he he sounded like he really unloaded on her and maybe that was wrong but she just took the cake when she came back around and held it over his head for me yeah that's not cool for sure like she it's one thing like, mean if i needed to use something she so would be like yeah you can use it right but i would put it back right like and, like, if he went to work without it, and then he was screwed because he didn't have his laptop. And instead of apologizing or, like, offering to bring it to him, she just threw it back in his face mm-hmm. that she purchased it, so she's entitled to do whatever she wants with it. Not cool. Not cool. Definitely not, cool not a cool move. No. Um, Rude. I hope that their relationship's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some work there. I would have a problem with that for sure. I would, too. Uh, So the next segment, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And mine's really simple. Um, It's something that I will never get behind. And and we are, it is the season for this. You know, we're a little bit past it, but it's happening. New year, new me. Mm -hmm. You are the same crusty critter that you were last year. Mm -hmm. And you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. And just pipe down. Okay. Because everybody knows we're not, you're not sticking with it. You're not making a change. Start in February, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or how about the beginning of December? You know? New year, new me. No. Yeah. So I have the habit to be a very, like, all or nothing kind of individual. Mm. So in the past, I've done, like, new year resolutions where, okay, on the first, I'm going to change my entire personality. I'm going to be a whole, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I'm going to be a completely different person. And all of these habits that I have not even been able to accomplish my entire life up until this point, I'm just going to start them randomly. Because it's January 1st. first. But I'm also, like, kind of weird where I like to do things, like, at the beginning of the week. And I like to do things on the first. And I like to be sure. able to say, for the whole month of whatever, I did it this way. And I've had to work on letting that go because I'm just trying to adopt more of like a progress, not perfection kind of uh, mentality because I very much will do all or nothing. Yeah. Like I want to say that I drank a gallon of water every day in June. Like even if I miss one day, I feel like I've blown the entire thing. So I have had to not do that Mm. because if I don't do it like on the first then I'm like, okay, well, the rest of the, it's blown. I can't yeah. say I did it all year, you know? Well, like, now we started having, like, healthier habits yep. and doing better goals in December before Christmas. We did. A lot of people felt like that was not the ideal time to do it. Right. Um, but I was ready. It was a thing. And I was yeah, like, and I'm I feel ready, like so I'm doing it. It depends more on your headspace than mm-hmm. the time of year. Absolutely. Um, so that when the new year started, 
we weren't like, oh, we have to start right now. Like, we had already moved into it. We had already mm-hmm. kind of slowly progressed into making better choices. Right. And I started the year on the right foot, not in the, yeah. well, I hate myself for everything I did last year. Maybe I'll right. hate myself less this year if I change everything. Like, we went, we did what we were going to do over <clears throat> yeah. the holidays anyway, but it made it so much easier to pick up when we went into, you know, post-holidays and yeah. trying to get back on track. I've never been a resolutions person. I never will be. I used to be. I used to do it. Yeah. I used to, like, list them out and say, like, this is what I'm going to do. And I have found that it backfires almost every time. I don't like when people project their traditions onto me. And so it's like, mm, well, what's your resolution? No, Jennifer, I don't have one. Now, my dad, what he would do is he didn't really come up with resolutions, at least not mm. in the last few years. He used to make a post at, like, the first week or so of the new year with kind of his, like, motto for the year. Okay. So he would come up with, like, a motto for the year for just, like, what he wanted to focus on and what he wanted his kind of intention for the year to be. Mm. It was not a resolution. It was not, like, a measurable goal. But he would just come up with kind of a motto. And I was fine. Like, that was good. And he... Well, yeah. People would, like, wait for his little Facebook post to see what his motto for the year was. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Your dad seemed awesome. He was awesome, for sure. Okay, we'll go ahead with yours. All right, so... <laughs> now, mine, I've already mentioned to you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to expound on it a little bit, though. So, these are just kind of generally some of my, like, Facebook social media pet peeves. <laughs> okay? So, the one that Emma's aware of yeah. is for... I, I don't know why <laughs> this just bugs the crap out of me is when people post on Facebook looking for like a recommendation or advice and they end the post with and go I I can't handle it ready go yeah ready go and go like people are just lining up tripping over themselves to rush and give you advice I cannot handle it. Be. I cannot know. handle it. And I told Emma, and this is totally like a bratty move. Like when I see those posts with the and go, I want to give them bad advice. I think you should. I want to give them bad recommendations. I think you should. I and think that'd be I don't so funny. know why it bothers me so much. There's there's nothing probably actually wrong with it, but I see them and it just it just rubs me the wrong way. I don't way. like it either, but it doesn't bother me quite on the level that it bothers you Mm -hmm. but why it bothers me is because it just fits in with the whole like millennial like it just seems so presumptive yes like you like you're just assuming people are just ready yeah just eager to give you advice and opinions that you haven't gone searching for. Like, I have so many friends, and they all want what's best for me. They're all going to tell me where I need to get my eyebrows waxed. Like, where's (laughs) the best place to buy a car? And go. I can't. I can't do it. I never like those posts. I never interact with those posts, which is for their benefit, because I would give them probably poor advice. So I just leave it alone. I, a quick Google search. And by leave it alone, I mean screenshot it and send it to Emma because it's annoying to me. That's what I mean yeah. by leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. So some of the other things that people do on Facebook, social media that bothers me is when people comment, like if someone's asking for, hey, does anyone know when Walmart opened? And someone comments, I don't know. Or is anybody <laughs> able to help me move this weekend? No. No. 
or I wish I was closer or just comments like I live in Arkansas so like I can't help you it just if you can't have you ever gone on Amazon and like you know they have like the question section yes have you ever seen people say I don't know I haven't purchased this item no yes people will go in to where people have asked questions and just say i'm not sure i didn't purchase this item then why are you commenting (laughs) why that's funny i'm gonna have to so it annoys me when people comment something that in no way shape or form is productive yeah like if you don't know then just don't comment right just keep scrolling if you can't (laughs) contribute then just don't comment yeah i agree i see that i'm like that's so obnoxious it is it's dumb it's like we get it like Uncle Joe, yeah, you you're not gonna help us move the refrigerator yeah. this yeah. weekend. Thanks. Like. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know. And then my other one is when people ask a question that could easily be Google. Yeah. Like like Walmart hours. So I just use that as an example. Or does anybody know if school's canceled today? Or like yeah. I, just th- or, or your best biscuit recipe. Yeah. Google it. Just Google it. Google it. Or like, does anybody know how to get to wherever? Just Google it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I always yeah. tell you, if it can be Googled, it does not if need to be posted on able Facebook. Able to type this into your little status. You could have typed bar. it into Google. Yeah. Yeah. Copy and paste even. If it is easily Googleable, 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 Googleable. <laughs> I don't want to see it on Facebook. Yeah, I agree. You're cluttering up my feed <laughs> with your nonsense. Keep, with your nonsense. Keep it to yourself. Do you, do you like you know when you can go on Facebook and you can click like see less of this person's book? Yeah. Do you do that? Sometimes it depends on who it is. Like, and I went through. Oh my God, I want to start um, doing some of these things. Now. I went through because like my Facebook feed was just so much of stuff of like people and friends. Like when Dad was sick. I became friends with a lot of people that knew him and yeah. loved him and were close to him and have fantastic memories of him, but I didn't know them. So afterwards, my feed was just inundated with a bunch of these people and I don't know any of these people and I don't and know their lives. it's like family lives. updates. Yeah, it's like family and, updates yeah. and like health updates and like all of these things. And it's not that I don't care about these people at all. I just don't know them. Yeah. And I don't know them. At a certain them. level, and, it's like, eh, yeah, cause, I don't need I to mean, see it. People came out of the woodwork i'm sure and i like spoke to so many people and I'm my sure friend my friend count like skyrocketed my message and everything so after like all of that was over i was like all of these posts i can't even see people i know yeah. in betwixt all of these people i don't <laughs> yeah. so i had to go through and like i unfollowed a bunch of people yeah. I didn't unfriend them. We're still yeah, friends, yeah. but I just unfollowed them because there was just too much. It, yeah, it's just it, too I'm much. I'm sure it was overwhelming. That's all of them. That's that's it. I don't like any of it either, and I think I'm gonna maybe make a point to start doing some of these things. So I pop For up in your feed. Goodness, you're gonna have don't to look at. Do it. And I think it's gonna be so funny because you're gonna know. I'm, it's gonna I be will like know. The Fruit Loop stickers you put all over my stuff at work. That was funny. It was, and you can't convince me otherwise. No, it was funny. But when it was like a week later, and I'm like, I can't even get this off of my sweatshirt now. <laughs> I was like, these damn. Fruit loops. I didn't put any on your sweatshirt. Yeah, my work sweatshirt. I literally like put my arm in and it was like they had been. I sure did. I did, in fact, I did, in fact, put one I in the sleeve of your coat. I pulled my sleeve through, because, you know, you, like, hold mm-hmm. your sleeves when, like, you're yeah. wearing long sleeves, you put a jacket on, and out pops my <laughs> wrist with Fruit Loops stickers on it. I wish I had been there. It was good. It was yeah. well played. Well played, for sure. Yeah. I wonder, have you found all of them? I don't, I, there's no way to know. You're right, there's not. So, we'll I see. I really, I think there's one that you have not found yet. Sure there is. So, I'm excited for when that happens. <laughs> 
Great. It's going to be like a year from now, and I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Moving into our last segment, which is the song of, of our time for 1999. Yes. So my contribution is All My Love by Noah Khan. He is another person oh. that I have found on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't he sing um, Northern Attitude and Stick Season? Stick Season. Stick Season. I so. will cry every time when I hear Stick Season because it, and I'm not going to get into it, but it, I super identify with it. It's when Matt like moved back to Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I super relate to that song and I can't hear it and not like be brought back to those feelings and it's sure. super tough. But I love Stick Season. But oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. He's so good. I don't remember the very first song I stumbled across. He does a lot of like little clips and blurbs of stuff he hasn't released yet yeah um, but he said for... he said stick season he wrote it and like he posted it and almost immediately deleted it like he didn't like it he wasn't happy with it and he said he posted it and he said he all like was so close to deleting it what? and last minute decided not to and then it has changed his life i it has blown up emotionally scream that song yeah. when I when it like comes on on my shuffle. So oh all, my all My Love is so good. It's a little okay. bit more upbeat than stuff I listen usually listen to. Steven makes fun of me that all of my music is sad and depressing, but I just like things in minor key. But, yeah. So this is, I just love this song. It is so good. You just, it's like, you want to sing it and scream it in the car. Um, he also, one that I really liked by him is um, The View Between Bil- Villages. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to that Mm-mm. one, um, but I haven't listened to anything by him that I haven't liked. Um, okay. I really enjoy his music. Yeah. So He's good. Um, we will Gets add me all that. The feels. Yeah, we will add that to our playlist so you guys can listen to it. But I love him and all of his music. But all my love is top notch. Okay, I'm gonna add that to the playlist. You can find it in our link tree. So not unlike last week's episode, mine is vastly different. <laughs> and if you don't know this song, I don't know if I can be friends with you anymore we might have to just say like this podcast is only two episodes and like i might have to leave and just go home and never talk to you again except for at work i'm gonna do my best what we got just a friend by biz markey the title alone does not trigger anything for me we're gonna pause so i can play it because we have to find out here and now but i have heard a lot of music that I can recognize that I do not know the name or artist for. Biz Markie is a one-hit wonder. That's literally the only song. I bet Steven knows this song. But it's not something like... It's something if you don't instantly recognize, I'm concerned, honestly. Okay. okay. All right. We're going to pause so we can see because I don't want any copyright infringement lawsuits. All right. So I recognize <laughs> the chorus. Okay. And like nothing else. And it's like vaguely familiar. Okay. Like it's... I can't sing it, but I do feel like I have heard it before. I don't know. I guess we can still be friends, but the fact that you can't sing the chorus, it's it's an iconic song. It's an iconic song. I love it. It's not great. It's not, as far as quality goes, no. if we're really diving deep, it's not great quality. Um, Bismarcky wanted... And I can't remember who it was, but he wanted somebody specific to sing the chorus. But I guess, like, the label couldn't afford them or, like, whatever the case may be. And so he just did it. And he's, it's obvious. It's not it's a clear vocalist. that he is not a vocalist. Yeah. Um, maybe not even a great rapper. But I, it's just a great song to me. It's fun. It's, I like to listen to it when I run sometimes. Sure. So, yeah, that, I'm going to add that one and. There it'll be. All right. Well, we will have our playlist will have a total of uh, four songs yeah. by the time this episode airs. Um, it will grow slowly. It will. Uh, I do not know at what point you would be in the mood to uh, listen to all these songs in the same sitting. Um, Road trip, probably. Because they are so different. But they are. 
You know, I listen to very eclectic uh, all over the place playlist uh, all the time. So. Same. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be really all over the place. <clears throat> and right now with like what I'm listening to, I'm not listening to a, a whole lot of like newer stuff. So it's going to be an interesting journey. And I'd be, I'd be excited yeah. to have anyone who's listening along with us on that journey. Yeah, absolutely. But thus concludes our episode for the day and i feel like we actually did pretty good yeah so as of right now it's 48 minutes but that's pre-editing so uh, and hopefully we'll continue to be around this time moving forward yep yeah thanks for listening guys thanks for listening and uh if you have any uh real life situations uh where you're just not sure if you're the asshole or not just a friendly reminder to email them to us at the ADR podcast at gmail.com or any other suggestions, ideas, feedback, please be kind. Mm -hmm. As always, as we go on this adventure, we would definitely be open to feedback so that we can make this tailored to our listeners. If we have any. Yes. True. If we have any listeners. All right. Ta-ta for now. See you later.